Good morning, good morning. Good afternoon and good evening. Whatever time you happen to be listening to this podcast episode, I thank you. I appreciate you and I value your time. It's your boy Preach. And I've come with another message. It's a call to action. Because enough is enough. It's a call to action. To all my soldiers out there. It's a call to action. To all my warriors out there. It's a call to action. To all my kings out there. It's a call to action. To all them queens out there. Ladies. Yeah. Everybody, it's time to tune in. It's time to dial in. It's time to put all cards in, all chips in. Mm hmm. Everybody already placed their bets on the destruction of the melanin complexed man and woman. Melanin complex man and woman and child. That's what they've done. A call to action on us. They placed a call to action on us. So now we have a call to action. call to action is anyone who is not with us, then they're against you. Anybody who's not with us is against us. That's a fact. Playtime is over. I don't know if you've been watching. I don't know if you've been living. But it's getting spooky, is it not? It's getting a little eerie, is it not? So, but there's things that we can do about it. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. This is not something scary. This is not something, ooh. There's always something that we can do. There's something you can do right here, right now, today. I was watching a program by uh, D.L. Hughley, right? And um, it's a little comedy special, like little documentary type thing. And it's called uh, Endangered Species List. And the thing that saddens me is when it's when we're considering, when someone's considering trying to place the brown skinned man, a brown skinned woman, brown skinned child, whether it be Afro American or Afro Latino, mm-hmm, on the endangered species list. So, supposedly there's like 18,000 or 17,000 species on the endangered species list, like bald eagles. Uh, African rhinos and different types of tortoises and sharks and you name it. 
different types of plants as well. All different types of things. You get a fine if you harass or if you happen to kill a species on the endangered species list. $50,000 fine, one year imprisonment sentence, supposedly. And then the lady, she told that's on the board or whatever um, for, you know, placing people or species on endangered species list. She said in order to be able to harass any species on the endangered species list, you have to have a permit first. That allows you to harass. Are are we serious? Are we are, are you? Do you hear that? All they have to do is get a permit now to not harass and kill you. Don't nobody want to be on the endangered species list? That's where we at? That's what's considered? And, oh, because it's D.L. Hughley, that, that's what makes it right, right? So as he goes on, because I watched it. I watched the entire thing. It's on YouTube. I guess it was on Comedy Central. It was a comedy special and everything like that. And literally, he was talking to old friends and, you know, uh, neo-Nazis and pastors and supposedly, you know, people in the in the community and everything like that. And just to get an understanding and to to try to get uh, signatures on his petition to get the brown-skinned man on an endangered species list. Mm-mm-mm. And people are going to think that that makes sense. How about everybody leave everyone alone keep your hands to yourself but no so then he wanted to talk to this neo-nazi i guess the neo-nazi he was in the paper or whatever before so they're actually hanging out they're going getting cookies and um literally they're hanging out like they're going on like you know horse rides literally in in whatever city that they were in and um D.L. Hughley was trying to get a signature from this guy. He wouldn't do it. Right? And, um, you know, he said some things. You have to watch it. Just go ahead and watch it, man. For real. The dude wouldn't sign it. He wasn't with it. He was like, but good luck. You know what I'm saying? With your signatures for this. This is This is deep. This is deep. I went to the flea market over the weekend, right? To the flea market over the weekend. And uh, you could feel the tension in the air. You could feel the tension in the air. They actually had to have, like, Law enforcement cross at people because I guess they knew, you know, that there was, you know, threats on 
brown-skinned men, brown-skinned boys. This is where we at right now, y'all. This is where we at. No fear. I have no fear. But enough is enough because it's crazy how people can rile their heads up, right? But you have to you you have to you have to try to, you know, tuck your tail between your legs. I'm not tucking my tail between my legs. I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to have good days. I'm going to have good years, good weeks, good months, whatever. I'm going to have a good time wherever I'm at. And we just pray that nobody asks for a problem. Because I don't ask for a problem. I pray for peace. And I ask for peace. We just hope no one knocks on the doors. That they really don't want to knock on. So as I was watching. The D.L. Hughley show, right? That little uh, program, uh, Endangered Species List. He was talking to a lady that was in like Louisiana, something like that. Uh, African-American lady. And her father owned a farm. And they were trying to get a settlement because there were landfills and everything polluting the water, the wells, the streams where they were actually, you know, just getting there daily. They were feeding their livestock. They were, you know, they were feeding their plants off of this water. But that's how they were catching cancer. You know, in certain areas, they were saying that there was like, you know, lead in the water or it was like, you know, corroded pipes and things like that. But no, we didn't think about that. There's landfills all over in your urban communities. And it's just polluting our air. When you're on the highways, you know, they got those little landfills, those little those little sewage or plants or something like that. And it stinks like stinks like something's rotten. But you're ingesting in that in, that, in your system and people who drive to work or whatever or, or however it's going that. And if you're not driving to work, that right there, like when you're driving through that and you smell that you're getting you're getting uh, the doses. Now, imagine the people who who work in that facility. They're really having a problem. But they're having to release those toxins into the air. For a little bit of change. Penny on the dollar. We'll say penny on the dime. Everybody's playing the game. You see you see the game that you're playing? So, the lady, she said... That they were suing the city, the state, or whatever, for this pollution that's going on. And many other farmers and many other individuals in, this, in, the, in that state were suing. Caucasian, Afri- African-American, and the settlement actually went through. But 
they didn't get their settlement. Caucasian people were getting their settlement, but not African-American. And the thing about it was there was two letters that went out. And that's why I tell y'all about these census. Be careful about these census because all they're doing is trying to figure out who and where you are. Where you are and who is there. Who all is there. So then they know what to do. They want you to want us up out of here. Everyone. So if you're in the urban neighborhood, it doesn't matter. Who's in the urban neighborhood? Who's in those lower class neighborhoods? African-American and Latino. So while we sitting up here trying to play this divide and separation game and everything, who's better and all this other stuff, uh, <laughs> the attack is on everybody. And the thing that I've seen, not just on, the, on top of that, there was two letters. All right, let me get back to these two letters. There's two letters. The two letters, there was letters that went out to the white people and the letter said, discontinue drinking the water from the well. And then from to the African-American people, it said there's no there's no effects of no, no, no health effects, no wrongful health effects that will happen from drinking this water. That's what it said to them. So for the Caucasians, it told them to discontinue drinking the water from the well. To the African-American people, it says there's no health effects, no health risks. So as this um, African-American daughter from the, for this African-American farmer, this is real legit. So don't be thinking farmers like, oh, with the, you know, with the, you know, whatever you think a farmer is. They don't look like that, you know, like the cartoons. They're, just look it up. So literally, this man had cancer or whatever from this water. And as they're trying to get the settlement and they would have been able to, you know, get him the right medical attention. He passed away. And then guess what happened? Shortly after he passed away, they gave them the money. This is not a sad thing. This is just to get your attention on the attack on the brown skin, melanin complex, African-American male, woman, child, elder, and yes, you two Latinos, this is not a joke because we're all in the same community together. And they're deliberately polluting our communities and they're deliberately placing us against each other. And then there's coalitions and militias attack like who target us. Who will come to our communities. We already have separation and division. So it's every man for himself. And then you have people who just get to come in and just go ahead and take, they take, your, take your children. Kill people. Hang people. And don't nobody knew, really do nothing. Make noise for a day. A few hours. And then go back to his regular norm. That's not cool. It's not culture. And if that's culture, there won't be too much culture left. Very shortly, if we do not have this call to action, if we not, do not come together, we must come together as one. See, I, I've come, I was battling wanting to uh, say this part, but I'm, I have to. Because NAACP was the only like, chance that we 
you know, what we would have, you know, when it gets to the political, when it gets to that table. But I felt like NAACP should have just just should always have remained Afro-American, Afrocentric. People may disagree to agree or agree to disagree, and that's fine. And But, you know, that's sad that we have gotten out of the way of freedom of speech. What someone says, what somebody feels, what somebody believes is a problem. Because people want them to side with them. We can have a casual discussion <laughs> over a game of chess. <clears throat> Drinking tea in water if you want. A game of pool, bowling. Or just a regular competition, just a regular conversation, excuse me. Bring your books, bring, bring what you need for your proof. And it will be, it doesn't have to be anything violent. But see, it's crazy that the laws, they go against the Afro-American man, the Latino man, the Afro-American woman, the Latino woman, the Afro-American child, that Latino child, African-American elder, that Latino elder. The law is a place against us. But people could just rail their heads up. They could say, oh, no, this is what they're going to do. And there's no defense for us. But we continue to want to go against each other. But you don't see what's going on. So while you want to continue to keep up that litty and go, oh, this is culture. And, and, and we're about to continue to make this a movie. And, you know, you really don't care now. You gotta, you might want to reconcile and reconsider some things. We might want to rethink. We might want to actually stop and, and think about it. Think about it. Because if you, we really do care for some people. We really do. But people be busy trying to play the game. Stop sitting here trying to play the fiddle with everybody else. Stop sitting here trying to please everyone else and please just yourself. Do the things for you. Remember when you were asked as a child, what do you want to be when you grow up? Many people would say a doctor, a lawyer, I want to be a firefighter. You wanted to be someone that would change the world. I want to be the president of the United States of America. And that's cool. That's cool. But we have to promote that. We have to push that type of positivity with our community, with our children. We're creating them into little villains, yo. Be cautious on what you allow your children to watch because everything that they say is PG or PG-13 is not. That stuff is pretty much almost for no one. <laughs> that stuff is aggressive because that's paid programming. You may not like what I'm saying, but it's the truth. Everything is paid programming because it has certain style. Oh, if you're not wearing that. Oh, if you don't have that, then you're not in. Well, what does it matter to you if you're in or not? To be judged? 
Many times when you go out, you don't even want people to look at you. You don't even want someone to talk to you. So what do you care, really care about if you're really in or not? People worry about, oh, all this chipping and all this vaccination and stuff like that. But you really you're already an AI because you judge people off of how many followers they have. You judge people off of what they wear, off of what they have, off of who they know. So don't worry about the chip. See, because there's the plan is for them like what they have. And this is nothing to freak anybody out. I just do research. I just do research. Do some research. Read. Literally, they said, like, if you if you don't get the chip, they're coming. And then people are going to go to the FEMA camps. And then there's going to be two things. Either you go ahead and get the chip, you go live your merry own life. Or you just be here until, you know, you consign. See? But then people... We're going to want to fight. We're going to want to revolt, right? But how do we revolt if we're not together? That's why this is a call to action. To come together and unite. Enough enough is all this judgment. Enough is enough of, oh, who's better? Enough is enough of who has this and who has what? We got to come together. Because not only are they crippling this nation, right? United States. And I'm talking to everyone. I'm talking to all countries. But they're crippling the United States and they're using it as an example. They're allowing it, this, this country to destroy itself from the inside out. So then they're going to allow an outside entity to come in and overtake it. So you've seen some movies. You might have played some video games, but you're about to see some reality in a minute. If you do not, if we don't come together as one. See, I feel like since NAACP was that 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 group that was that organization that was at that political table, they still needed to keep it Afro-American, Afro-Latino. But they were infiltrated as well, as many as of our great organizations have been. And the just the plan of the enemy was placed right in front of us. Just through religion. And then, like I said, through these organizations to place us all against each other. The status quo. Oh, you know, I'm this. This is my title, you know. And if you're not part of this, then you're not certified. You're not qualified. So now everybody is ranting and raving and fighting and, and trying to appease these Whoever, but you were only these groups were sitting, these organizations were created by your by our oppressors. So who's really up? Nobody's up. So if even if you think your organization, you think your group, whatever is up, it's not up. Because you still keep that's that crab in the barrel syndrome. Now you may not like what I'm saying, but it's the facts. Now take a time, take a step back and think about it. Place all these religions, all these organizations, all these groups against each other. But who did they place in them? African American men and women, and younger, young, young adults, and elders. Latino men and women, young adults, and elders. 
What did they say? Oh, you're not qualified, you're not certified unless you get a degree. So now you are, now you got to sit here, try to, now you're not going to give your time to figure out who you are because you got to now give your time to, to cram and study for somebody else's rule and oppression to, to get you away from your culture and your heritage. I'm not saying that it's not good to be educated. It's very good to be educated because that's the world that we live in. So you got to get it. But see, you can't, we're educated, but we're against each other. So you're dumb smart. Or you smart dumb. So you took all that time to get that degree, right? To get that certification, to get certified, to get qualified, whatever organization that you may be connected with or affiliated with to now go to be fighting in the streets, to maybe possibly leave your children, leave your nieces, leave your nephews, your aunts, your uncles, your grandparents, children, the people that you love, your husbands, your wives, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, you know what I mean? Just friends, people you grew up with, you know, for something silly. See, the people that placed us all against each other, they won't come out. They won't come out. Those aren't men. That's up in the, that's up in that White House. Those aren't men. I don't even care if they are if they are in military. Suck my balls. Straight up. And I'm sorry, yo. Excuse my French. But enough is enough. Those are people are playing us like puppets. Playing us like puppets, bro. They won't come out. They won't come out on the street and fight. But they have all these great people fighting each other. All these amazing people fighting each other. All these qualified, certified, and highly degreed individuals fighting one another. Making fools of who you are. Of what we've really what, what we've been fighting for the whole time. Is to just be just to be understood. Just to be loved, just to be heard, because many of us come from single parent homes. And we hurting. We're hurting. And that's all that it is. It's just a whole bunch of kids that didn't have their daddy because the system that placed us against each other took them from us. And had them playing a game of thinking that they had to be macho. Thinking that they had to be hero. Thinking that, oh, that if they had the most money or the most chains or the flyest gear, that they would get the most chicks. And it costed them many of our fathers and many of our great men their lives with either being in, placed in jail or being placed in the grave because they're trying to represent I don't know a plan that was placed against our community to take uh, to take our, our great men away from us away from their children away from their their mothers away from 
their wives, their girlfriends, their daughters, their sisters, their aunts, their uncles, their cousins, their nephews, their teams that they might have coached. So if you listen through, you know, after, you know, my my little rant, I apologize for that. But as you can see. We have a we have a call to action because there's a problem here. There's a problem here. Those people that is up in that White House and up in them Pentagons and all that, that claiming all this status quo. That of high and mighty have placed to have placed us against each other, have taken our great men and women. I'm not taking attention to saying men because they've taken women too. Because the women, our backbone needs strength. Thank you to my big brother who has once said that, and I hope that he. I hope when he has when he gets that off. Yeah. Let me tell you, every. Besides every strong black man They say is a strong black woman Besides every strong man Is a strong woman It doesn't matter What your race is Obviously we're As a black man I'm gonna say that Obviously If you're a Latino man You're gonna say that If you're a Chinese man You're gonna say that If you're If you're an Indian man You're gonna say that And if you're a white man You're gonna say that We all love our people, we all love our family. So if you're black, you're going to love your family. If you're brown skin, you're going to love your family. We got to get out of that. I'm not black, bro. I'm brown skin. We got to get out of that. And that's the thing. See, when we do all this, oh, black lives matter. Bro, I'm brown skin. I know my lives matter and it always matter. We love our fashion. We love the things that we have. We love the materialistic things or whatever. We also love our degrees. You see, because that matters to us too. Many African-American men and women are degreed up. And see, they don't want you to know that. So as, if they can keep the war going, out, going on, you won't even see that. Because guess what? When, when you're at the protest, you're not, taking your de- you're not taking your degree. What are you taking? You're taking your, your bearing arms. You're doing the wrong thing. And guess what? The people in the White House, those elites, they just watching and they laughing. And you just doing their job. They don't even have to do anything. They'll come and they'll, they'll try to come and sweep it up because you see they want to keep throwing the military out there and everything like that. But they, they second guessing that, too, because they know that that's going to be a problem, too. Because this is still about money, bruh. So I'm telling you, you take yourself up into you may need to go to, to, to a medical physician and stuff like that. But you can do most of the job yourself by what you consume. You consume your waters, you consume your fruits and your vegetables. And guess what? You're going to have a healthy body. You're going to have a healthy you know, system. You work out. You you get your sunlight. You make sure that you get your cardio. You're healthy. You make sure you get your sleep. You're healthy. You make sure that you're not always watching TV behind that computer, behind your cell phone. You make sure that you're reading. Your mind is getting strong. Come on, bro. And you're protecting your eyes. See, instead of they know that th- even if they put a book on that dag on, on your on your on your tablet, on your computer, 
on your phone, you're still getting something with your eyes, with watching or with that light or whatever. So they try to have something where, all right, if you're in the dark, it, it'll, you know, it'll switch over to a, a, a different type of lighting. So then you could, you know, it won't affect your eyes that much. But no, you got to get that paperback book or whatever. So your eyes can focus and everything. That's the original. We doing all this texting and this typing. A lot of people don't know cursive. We better make sure that we're teaching our children cursive. I don't care what type of, whatever systems that they're doing, still make sure that you keep it original because that thing will be forgotten. See, when you don't keep it original, it will be forgotten because you keep move, you're still moving on with the times. They want you to move on with the times. They want you to forget about you, who you are. They want you to forget about your culture. They want to forget want you to forget about your heritage. They want us to not they want us to forget about love. They want us to feel forget about happiness and excitement. They want us to forget about all those things and they want us to get uh, get gritty. They want it to be real barbaric. And some people may like that, but you're not going to like that too much, bro. You're not going to like that too much when people kicking in your door and it's like, "Yo, what's up?" And that's just what it is all day. Kicking your door and talking about what's up, run it. You don't, we don't want these, you don't want those problems, bruh. And that's how they're, that's how they're getting it. That's how they're getting it. Back in the day, back in the day, like George Washington and them, they was coming out with their soldiers. So they was president and all that, but they was talking, you know, oh, this is what we're about to do. But I'm right, they was riding with their soldiers. These dudes not coming out. Trump, Biden, none of them. Kamala, they're not coming out. They'll sit up there, and when they come out and they, when they sit up there, do those little interviews or whatever, they with Charlemagne and they doing little sneaker interviews. Guess what? The, the Secret Service is running through that whole thing. That whole thing got ran through the many hours before. Sitting here playing a game. This is a dangerous game. See, people think that they want to play it, but see, you got to play that thing all 24-7. Mm. 28.9. Mm. I don't know. That's crazy. If it's 24.7, I tried to switch it up, so that would be 25.8, right? My fault. <laughs> you have to you, see what I'm saying? When you play the game, you can't stop. People be at that craps table or that playing blackjack because they just want to get, oh, I just got to do one more time. I just got to do one more time. Wasting their money. When that money could be going to your child, to, to that nephew or that niece or that cousin that, that has a business idea or that nephew or niece that's sitting here trying to invest, trying to have a future in a sport or to try in music or in any industry in the world. They up there gambling in the way. No harm, no foul, but don't let that be your life. Wasting hundreds of thousands of dollars where you could be up there investing in land because it's wartime. And it's always been wartime, but they place all these distractions in front of us. When do you do something different? When do we say, okay, Okay, it's time to really come together because it's about to be over, brother, sister. 
You think it's a game? You really think it's a game? People sitting there bearing arms. They won't take their degrees to protest. They won't say who they are. They want to show they want to show their anger. They want to show some type of strength. They want to show I don't know what that is. That's not strength. That's stupidity. Because that's a waste of even more money. Because if you sit up there and you become a casualty of one of these protests, now those debts that you have not paid to Sally Mae now drop down to your dependent. And many of them men and women out there have dependents out there. And people just watching. And all that does is do a psychological effect on you. So when you be like, oh, well, let me just see what happened over here. It does. It places a psychological effect on you or want to be maybe combative or defensive to what it is that you may or may not believe. You have to have a call to action. Because I don't know if the communities are even strong enough to really fight. Some places are. Some places are, but for how long, bro? For how long? When there's so much separation and division. Oh, no, you can't come over here. No, you can't come over here. But we got a bigger brother. Yo, you may think this is, you may think I'm playing. I'm not playing. People, man, oh my gosh. Back to, oh, and one more thing. NAACP, when they got infiltrated by that Caucasian lady and she was the head president in NAACP, case closed with that. Look, oh, let me tell you. Neo, with the neo-Nazi dude on the Hughley show, right, that I was telling you about, this guy, the, the thing that is so crazy about with those, with certain um, Caucasian Groups, they don't want no part of, of, of black people. And most Caucasian groups, they don't really want any part of black people. But black groups, organizations, they'll take them in. They will take them in. They will take a Caucasian person in and be like, it, it, and think that that's going to get them closer to the cross. <laughs> it won't. You're a crab in a barrel. And no disrespect to anybody at all, but we have been pulling each other down for so long. When you look at it, look, you, we, I, I even, y'all, look, people of all uh, and all around the world who may be African, Afro-American definitely have somebody in NAACP in their family, right? You sitting here fighting for a cause, but there's, there's separation and division in your own families. So they just, oh, whatever. But they playing, they playing. They, they, that's just for show. That's for pictures and stuff like that. Hopefully that they get in the Ebony and the Jet magazine. Those magazines are gone. If you notice, a lot of paperbacks, a lot of those paper magazines and, and paperback magazines or books, those things are gone. They, everything is now becoming digital. I think that the thing is that the elders, they want to be, they wanted to, they wanted, to, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, y'all. So y'all got to just, this is just my freedom of speech because I'm, I'm looking, I'm seeing what, and I'm observing. So of course the elders are going to have their, their, their say, but the youngest are going to have their say as well. 
And the thing is that we need to come, be able to come to the table and have an understanding and have an agreement and just be able to have a conversation without it being a fight. Without it being, without being demonized of, oh, you just, you know, you don't know nothing. No, we do. We're, because there's a side of the table that you're not on. There's places that you're not at. That's why we have to come together because a lot of the youngest been trying to tell they, the, the, the elders, like, yo, there's a problem out here. There's stuff going on out here. But they like, oh, you don't know anything. So then the youngin just go right back out. And because of the frustration of maybe that the youngin has from the elder because of not being heard and being, being misunderstood, then they're placing that frustration and, uh, and their pains on other people. And they really can't get to anybody who is maybe, you know, of a different race other than of their own people because they're not around that. So, yes, maybe a mom and pop store might, you know, come up as a problem or whatever with a problem. But most of the problem is going to be with black people and Latino people because we're in the same community. But we're, I'm telling you, we need to spread out. We need to spread out. We need to give each other some space real quick. And then we need, you'll see, because guess what happens when we spread out? Uh, I don't like it out here, cousin. I don't like it out here. I don't like it out here, ma. Oh, all right, I'm coming out here with my family member. Or, hey, you should come out here. It's cool. It's cool out here. It's nice. It's nature. Guess what? We're spreading out a little bit, right? We're giving each other some room. Because it's too much congestion. When it's congested, when it's congested, you understand what I'm talking about. Just open your mind. When it's congested and people are frustrated, you put one person who's frustrated next to another person who's frustrated, and then somebody else is like, all right, they frustrated. They just come over there. Their frustrations have not healed. So maybe they're trying to heal, but now, all right, this person is like, well, why is he looking at me like that? Because people have not healed from maybe whatever they used to. Not everybody is go happy-go-lucky. Not everybody's good morning, how you doing? Yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Because not everybody's feeling like that. So a lot of those... When you see those photos when people aren't smiling, that's because there ain't nothing to smile about. Nobody's really happy. So, yeah, might be putting it on for the people, you know, the gear, you know, the flashy stuff. But let me tell you, it's hard out here. It's hard out here. And people need somebody to speak up and be a voice of the people. And let me tell you. The people have spoken. And we're saying enough is enough. Don't keep raising y'all, keep rearing your heads up like you got a problem and you think that you won't be obliged. Because enough is enough. You can no longer keep kidnapping and killing our children. Because enough is enough. You can no longer keep kidnapping, killing, and hurting our men and our women of Afro-American Afro-complex descent because enough is enough. You can no longer hurt and try to separate and divide the Afro-American man or the brown-skinned man and woman from the Latin man and woman. You can no longer do that. It's a call to action. Afro-American man, brown-skinned man, Latin, Latin man must come together as one, as brother. Don't worry about all that. Oh, he going to do this with my sister, my cousin, my mom. Don't worry about all that. You because you're going to get it, too. 
See, that's the thing. See, because if a, if a cousin, if, if one man is dating somebody's cousin or whatever that's doing, if we, get, if, if we do these things right and we bring the community and the family together, maybe they might get married. And then while we're at the family functions and everything like that, hey, we're connecting and there's a vibe. Because guess what? The saying, if you like it, I love it. So that means, all right, well, let me see what my cousin, why my cousin is, is, is liking this individual. Let me see if this individual has somebody, my style, my taste. But people not thinking like that. They thinking like, oh, this is mine, mine, mine. It's not yours, 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 nothing. You barely own anything that you have at your spot. In your community. Still living with moms and all that. That's why you got to have a family. That single life ain't cool. Your moms want to have her own life, don't you think? Moms want to be able to have a boyfriend. Moms might want to be prepared to get married to something. And maybe she just might not be too, you know, keen or confident to be able to tell you just yet. Because she don't know how you're going to take it. Because she know that you might still like your pop. Or you might not have got over your, your pop not being there. Or whatever the situation is. We all go through different things. The struggle is real if you accept it. A lot of, that's the reason why we had a problem that we have. Because we accepted it. We accepted the narrative that the, the, the whoever that, the power that be, the narrative that they placed in front of us, we accepted that shit. And we was like, oh, okay, cool. What else you want me to do? Slaves. Slaves to the system to, of separation and division instead of, instead of coming together. All these great and amazing men and women. With certifications and qualifications and degrees. And high acknowledgments into, into the world of success and power. To bring this world together. Instead, they want to sit here and prove a point. What point? I don't know. But somebody let me know who be going to these protests, who be fighting somebody. When one of your presidents invited you to their house. For something to eat, for something to drink, just to just kick the shits. And then when you let me know and you got proof and many people can have that proof. Don't sit here and tell me about how Donald Trump sat up there and a block and abolished one person or got one person who might be brown skin out of jail, bro. Because they do blackface all the time. I don't want to hear it. Then the day. One person out of the millions of black people that don't even take account of anything for the slave, for the killings and for the separation divisions that they created in, in our communities, in our states, in our countries. And for the people that you take it from this beautiful world and to take it from our families, man, please. So if you are cool with that, if you're cool with one person getting out and I and we all got somebody that's in jail right now. We all have somebody that we know. And if you don't, there's somebody that you know who has somebody who's in jail. And freedom guys and freedom gals. Straight like that. Because a lot of this shit is bullshit. It's a call to action. To come together. Enough is enough. Playtime is over. Stop trying to be all this litty. Stop trying to think it's a movie. You want to make a movie? It's about to be a movie in a minute. 
The movie is going to be that the black man and the black woman and the Latin man and the Latin woman is extinct. Imagine that movie. You won't even be able to see that shit. Imagine sitting there having a black man and a black woman and a Latin man and a Latin woman and their children and a child or an elder man and a woman in, in, in a museum because they extinct. You better wake up. It's a call to action. It's your boy Preach. I'm signing off.